everybody. It is Dave and Jeff. May the fourth be with you. You fucking oh, idiot. Do I hate that shit? Hate it all. I hate everything about this day. It just sucks. So weird, Dave, like from a sports standpoint, how things just go in waves. Pods win the first game. Clevenger does. Okay. Pretty good. First time out in fucking two years. The bullpen sucks, dude. The bullpen. Tim Hill sucks. Suarez sucks. Uh, whoever that other dummy is, Steve. Steve Wilson. Steve Wilson. Sucks. Sounds like a vice principal. Yeah, he does. So they they barely eke out the win in game one. Then Mackenzie Gore gets out to uh, lead. And all those stiffs I just mentioned uh, fall apart. And they blow game two uh, to the Guardians. So that pisses me off. <laughs> then I start watching hockey. And I'm cheering for the Leafs. Yeah, They just get pounded tonight by Tampa. But Tampa's great. Yeah, that sucks. So now I'm really grouchy, and now the Kings are losing tonight. So, dude, I, you know what's crazy is, so right now it's uh, eight forty at night. Jeff just walked in. I literally thought the Padres swept the doubleheader until you said that. Yeah, no, they like, blew it. Yeah, I was, when I when I was done, the Padres had a lead. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's over. No, I'm telling you, man, they have major issues with that bullpen, and I'm, I mean, I'm sure they all look at it, but it's uh, it sucks. And so, God dang, that's so weird. Remember, okay, the difference of last year and this year with that, as you say that. Yeah. Remember last year they relied on the bullpen, and we said along, like, I believe it was a year ago at this time, you're going to burn those fuckers out. Yeah. You can't go through the whole season. So right now they're getting more quality starts from anybody in yeah. baseball. And it's the bullpen that's letting them down. Yeah. Like Tim Hill was very good last year. Yeah, he's not anymore. Now it's. <laughs> He sucks. Now that he is 11 1 2. Oh, he's And you're like, you wouldn't, no one would be surprised if he's DFA'd. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's terrible. And Suarez is terrible. And Wilson's a guy. Yes. And you got Luis Garcia and all these other dummies you went out and signed. Man, if you're a starter right now, if you're Bob Melvin, you're like, what are we going to do? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, okay, so here's the deal. I'm, as I'm looking at the box score, everyone knows what the hell I'm talking about. Gore, again, not too bad, right? Yeah, it's fine. Good. Five and two-thirds, one earned run. We're happy about that. Yeah. Gets into the sixth. Yep. Of course. You're right. Yeah. Went, went to shit with Tim Hill with three earned runs and two-thirds of an inning. Yep. Uh, Suarez uh, came in and didn't do jack shit. And um, it, it didn't hurt you. Didn't give up an earned run. And not too bad, what I'm looking at. He's... Um, it's his ERA. 4-9-1, but it went down today because he pitched one and one-third of an inning, no earned runs. Okay. Okay. And then it was Lamette that got the loss. Oh, yeah. Lamette came out. Yeah, so Lamette's the one that ends up getting the loss. But so you sit there and you go, Lamette sucks. Lamette's ERA five four zero. He's not what he was, and so God dang, I, that is the craziest shit. Like I thought for sure it was over. Padres win. It's just weird, man. I'm telling you, I, I think there. I don't know what it is, uh, but it just feels like, man, if your if your team wins early, then the day goes yeah. well. And if your team blows it, like the pods blew it today, everything goes right off track very, very quickly. Especially when it's the last game of road trip, right? Yeah. So you finish that road trip six and two. Yeah. Not bad. But I think with the teams that they faced, I think a lot of people were hoping more seven and one. Yeah, seven and one. Uh, yeah. I mean, you lose that one to Pittsburgh. That's fine. But yeah, I think seven and one would have been great. And I feel like they, they look at that afternoon game today and you go, this division, games yeah. like that matter. 100% right. It's a great call. Because schedule gets a lot tougher 
when you come home, right? Cubs are coming to town. Milwaukee's coming to town. The Marlins, the Fighting Fish are coming to town. How about this that weekend. with the Marlins? Yeah. The Marlins were a team we go, here's a, a chance to gain a quick three games or whatever. Yeah, Glenn didn't like that. They t- <laughs> gave he did not talk. like that at all. And I all did not s- say that. All of a sudden, the Marlins are playing really good baseball. Yeah. Playing well. So, should be a fun weekend out there. Uh want to thank, by the way, Dave. Yeah. Very, very nice. Uh, my friend Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson reached out and said, hey, man, I don't know what you're doing Sunday, but I've got great seats at uh, Petco okay. if you want to take your boys and their mom. I just want to say thank you, Mark. I, I can't go to the game, but I just thought it was very, very nice. And I want to say hi to my Andy and Dylan. Uh, Hotchalicious. Okay. H-O-C-H. Hotchalicious. You know the guy. I know he is. He's great. We were at Pearl Jam last night. My son Kate and I were, and Andy and his son Dylan and a friend of theirs were nice enough to come up and say hi. I had a great five-minute conversation, but I love that stuff, man. Yeah. Very, very nice. So I appreciate all those guys. That's really cool. That's that's, that's awesome. All right, just so people know, Miami's in town for four games. Yep. Starting tomorrow. Four games, May 5th. And then then the Cubs. The Cubs haven't been the Cubs. Not the Cubs that Kyle was used to. He's already put his W flag away. Put it right away. But right away. still fun. It's yeah. a good series. Be a full house. Yeah, no, absolutely. It'll be a good time. So are you not doing the Miami game on Sunday because it's Mother's Day? Because it's Mother's Day, okay. yeah. And you can't talk your ex-wife and your mom into going. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Dude, as much as I would love to go, I couldn't talk my wife into going. She'd kill me. Yeah, no, we're going. I'm taking her. I mean, it's a pretty crazy couple of days. Friday night. I'm going back to see Pearl Jam for, for the second time. And then uh, we got a hotel up there. Nice. Uh, yeah, hotel in Inglewood. So that'll be great. I think we may just do the two-mile gauntlet Shut out the of the forum. Up. You aren't doing a hotel in Inglewood, are you? We're right outside Inglewood, but yeah. Oh, shit. And then... Uh, you going to go to New New Nudes? Yeah, I think so. I think Jack can pass for 18. <laughs> and then uh, we'll go to Jimbo's Clown Room. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh so we're staying overnight then i gotta drive him all the way back down to la mesa on saturday pick his mom up and then i'm taking his mom to brian regan out at harrah's okay saturday night way out in goddamn rincon jesus and then uh and then sunday is her day so we're going to uh we're gonna see a movie during the day and then i'm barbecuing for dinner for night oh there you go so she thinks we're only doing burgers She'll never hear this. We actually are getting her. I'm making burgers for my boys, but uh, we're getting her a really nice steak for Mother's Day. So we're just going to hang out and uh, just the four of us. So I don't know if they'll play games or watch a movie or just do whatever. But no, we will not be at the Kings game that night. We'll not be at the Padre game that night. It's, It's her day. And it's what I said to my sons. Birthdays you have flexibility with. But as I said to them... You know, if you came to me and it was Father's Day and you were like, hey, can we push this back a week because we're going to go to the Wild Animal Park, I'd be pissed. Yeah. And so I'm just, what's up, Mary Hart? <laughs> uh, uh, so, so yeah, I'm not doing that to her. So, um, and she was great. I was like, you want to go to a brunt? You know, want me to come over in the morning, make breakfast? Yeah. What do you want to do? But uh, no, we're going to go see the Nick Cage movie. Are you? Yeah, we're okay. going to see that. And then we're going to come back in the afternoon 
I'm dying and, to know what you think of the Nick Cage movie. Uh, Rose said it was great. Okay. And a couple other people said it was great. So That's one of those movies, if you're Nick Cage, it better be good because it, it's over, right? Dude, I love that guy, man. I, Is he a on. little weird? Completely. Yeah. But did you ever see Honeymoon in Vegas? I did. With him and Jimmy Conn? Yeah, yeah. That goddamn movie is so good. It's so funny. Dude, I liked Raising Arizona. Uh, that was great, My too. My wife hated that movie. I thought really? that movie was funny. Um. Leaving Las Vegas was wild. Yeah. And then what was... Uh, Depressing as fuck. What the fuck was the movie with him and uh, Laura Dern? I don't know. He won the Academy Award for Leaving Las Vegas, right? Yeah. He lives in Las Vegas now. Yeah, the the movie did... Did He did a wild... I feel like this movie was in Vegas, too. Um, God damn it. I can't remember what that movie was, but it was so goddamn good. Um, shit. Hang on, I gotta look this up. Okay, yeah, I'm curious to know. He's it's interesting guy. Number one, he's a Coppola. Okay, yeah, you know he, he's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High for a brief second, right? And it's funny how many people in that movie. I think there are three of them that won Academy Awards for Best Actor. Is that right? Yeah, Sean Penn, Nick Cage, and uh, Forrest Whitaker. Fuck all <laughs> that shitty movie. Yeah, three guys Academy Award Best. Is that movie right at Claremont High? Crazy. Yeah, all right. Hang on, give me a second. Yeah. I was looking for... Okay, yeah, I'm curious to know. Wild at Heart is another... I never saw that one. Dude, Wild at Heart is a great movie. That's another great one. Willem Dafoe's in that. Your twin brother, Crispin Glover. <laughs> Crispin Glover, you son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, so, I don't know, I hope it's good. So yeah. then we'll... Uh, but yeah, we'll just come back, we'll make our nice dinner, hang out, and, uh, and it'll be cool. So, yeah, I can't see the Marlins, won't see the Kings, but it's all good. The other day we did, last Sunday, we did, Josh and I, he, we have uh, a cooking show on this JP25 media. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, cooking with Cookie. And he says he's going to make chili burgers. Oh, okay? nice. So we go out, and we're, I'm driving there with Josh, and I said, oh, I'm, I'm in for chili burgers. I love Tommy's. I love all that stuff. Yeah. I turn to Josh, and I go, man. I hope he doesn't try and serve us deer meat or something like oh, that. Oh, right. He goes, dude, they're hamburgers, dummy. I'm like, all right. So I'm watching. And he's making duck. Film, <laughs> filming the whole thing. Yeah. And he's talking about the smash burger and this and that. And we sit down and we eat it. It was great. And then driving home and I get a text message. Hey, now you can tell people you've had elk. Elk. And there I'm, you go. I'm like, motherfucker. Like I knew it. For some reason I had a feeling. Yeah. Because he's a hunter. And, you know, Jeff and I don't hunt. No. People who hunt love to tell us what meat's good. Bochi yeah. loves to tell you. Yeah. And then uh, I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, as soon as he said that. Was it that, good? It was good until he said that. And then he said, yeah. like, I think my stomach hurts. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, son of a bitch. So you used the phrase burgers a second ago. I'm making yeah. my son burgers. And I was going, fuck. I go, I had elk. But everyone says it's really lean. Like, it's really good meat to eat. But yeah, it's what Joe Rogan's time. cooking all the time. Dude, not me. God dang it. I'm not, okay, but when he did the chili, did he screw it up and do chili with beans, or did he do it right? No, it was no beans. He did it right. He did yeah. it right. Fuck. Even if I, even if he did it wrong, I'm not going to tell him. Guys, eight million guns. Plus, he's been oh, in the yeah. navy forever. Oh yeah, fuck. snap my neck. It'd be bad. What am I going to do? Bad night for you, no. man. Yeah. I say to a guy who's been in the navy more than thirty years, you fuck this up. You fucked that up, Swabby. <laughs> See how that goes for you. No, the food was was great. He shows he had to do it, but it was like, holy fuck, that is eight elk. Damn it. Uh, Dave, I would like you right now, and I know it's tough for you. This is a little unexpected, 
but I'm excited. We're going to get this out here. Uh, I'm just going to clear out. I'm going to give you the floor so you can apologize. <laughs> I knew it was going to be an apology. Every time you start talking this way, yeah, I know it's an apology. You can apologize for leading me down a terrible path the other night. You baited me. I took the bait. And all I know is it's going to cost me a lot of money tomorrow to pay off because apparently I've been told in no uncertain terms today, my apologies. We don't get many things wrong on this show. Yeah. But apparently we've got something wrong the other day. We do want to clear it up. Uh, one thing a lot of us know us for, a lot of you talk about, is our journalistic background and standards. It's something we strive for a lot. Yes. And apparently I did have my facts wrong. You never received a gift subscription to Swank Magazine from Katie Temple. <laughs> so I just would like you to apologize for leading me. How many times a week... Do you hear from anybody regarding things that are said on this show that you didn't really remember went out over the air? You thought that might just have been in private conversation. You know, I completely forgot. Yeah, in all fairness to Katie, there are no subscriptions to Swank Magazine. But what she is nice enough to do is to put a nice copy underneath the, the doormat every month. Oh, and my God, what been, a friend. Been doing it since 2008. She is the best. Sometimes I don't even know she shows up. I just check underneath and there's a new one. Right under there. And sometimes even a Reese's. Isn't that a nice touch? She's the best. Did she get upset? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, them just jokes. <laughs> them <laughs> jokes. KT? Yeah, it'd be great. Um, uh, tomorrow's a weird day. Tonight's a weird night for me being here. Yeah. Because it was a year ago tonight, even though the day was uh, May 5th, we sat in this dumb garage and did a show, and then I drove out of here and got on the 54, and a fucking guy in a Bronco hits a couch and spins around and smokes me head on at 80 miles or 70, whatever he was, 77, 78 miles an hour they calculated. And so, yeah, it's been kind of an interesting year to say the least. And so tomorrow, for Cinco de Mayo, I'm very lucky that I'm having dinner uh, with the great Katie Temple to kind of celebrate still being around. As my friend Hank Bauer taught me a long time ago, and I never really... It's dumb. Hank's saying is dumb. Let's hear it. I kind of like it. It's I was so saying that to Cade. Oh, it's the dumbest thing of all time. Go ahead. Hank saying was life's the greatest game of all. I got it. Play every day as though it's your last. Okay. If you knew it was your last day, again, what would you be doing? You wouldn't be going having a great time. You'd be pulling all your money out of the bank. You'd make sure your kids are taken care of. You'd be saying goodbye to everybody. You'd be I don't so think I would. And you'd be so exhausted you couldn't do it tomorrow. I think, <laughs> I think I'd be an OB. I'm, I'm, by the way, we're going to OB tomorrow night. Are you? Yeah. Me and Temple are going to OB. Good luck for finding some, parking, asshole. We'll be fine. Don't worry about us. We'll valet. You're going to get sideswiped. You're going to get the paint taken right off your fucking car. I hope Those Narrow not. streets, everyone parking crazy. Yeah, I, that would be fucking dry. Why OB? What, what's the deal with OB? Uh, I think she heard us. Oh, Jesus. She said, what do you think of OB? I said, I love OB. So we're going to the... Uh, I won't tell people. Okay. No, I don't give a shit. We're going to the... Um, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yep. I mean, what are the chances anybody hears it between now and then? We're we'll going see to Billy. But you're saying this. Billy and David Wells are going to show up. Yeah, we're going to the uh, the beach house. Okay. Yeah. It's a fucking great place. And so, yeah, it'd be awesome. But um, haven't seen her for a while. And it was kind of like Cinco de Mayo. She goes, what are you doing on Cinco de Mayo? 
um, being glad that a year ago I didn't fucking die on Cinco de Mayo. She goes, oh, let's go celebrate. I go, goddamn right. Just go get hammered. I'll get in the car, roll it right off the Sunset Cliffs and <laughs> finish the job that I fucked up last year on. But, uh, Do you have to get reservations? No, they were great. I called down. I told the guy, I go, hey, we're just coming down. Hang out. He goes, what time are you going to be here? I told him, no, you're cool. Come down. So, uh, yeah, we're going to roll. But it's great, man. Like, how she, often? Hold on. Is she paying off a bet? Or not, no. Not saying she want to hang out because of that, but. She owes me money from, I mean, she owes me a prize for a bet. And me. Yeah, I was part yeah, of that, too. Yeah, you whistled your way right in. I think you I won either way. Yeah, I did. If the Braves beat the Dodgers in 2020, you got a free dinner. Yeah, from you and Rita. And if, I was her date. Yeah, and if the, <laughs> if the Dodgers if the Dodgers won, um, you, got, you got a free dinner. Yeah, I'm, I was her date again. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that worked out. I, I told her today. So, um. We have a we have a running every couple of month meetup at Nunu's. Yeah, which is awesome. I heard that's where she's supposed to pay off the bet. Fuck, Nunu's is great. I wouldn't know. And so we were supposed to go there, and then we changed up, and then uh, uh, apparently, due to the misinformation that was shared on this show the other night, uh, I very happily am on the hook for dinner. So okay. that's fine. All right. Yeah, I told her. I said, look, you're tier one dinner date. Top tier. So I said, fucking no problem, kid. Let's go. Bring your A game. She goes, I don't want to show up unless it's $100 a plate after what I heard in that dumb show the other day. But uh, we're good to go. So it'll be fun to see her. That's good. good deal. All right. Got a question for you because this, yes. this happens with a friend of mine, a friend of yours too. So you ever been to a party and you just go, this music sucks? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's been there, right? Yeah. I have a buddy of mine who pulls this move when he goes to a party. He doesn't like the music. He'll only put up with it for so long. Okay. And he Bluetooths his phone into uh, into the speaker, and he <laughs> plays only his music. <laughs> have you ever been tempted to do that move? No. That's great. He, 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 Unless I'm is, hosting the party. Yeah. So he did it last week, last Saturday, but he does this all the time. Okay? And people start leaving. It's like automatic. You know what he plays? He plays death metal. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he's the only one that's into it. Well, what's he doing there? Who invited him? Get out of here. <laughs> it's your boy, Brian Lozier. No. Yeah, that's his move. He goes, fuck this music, <laughs> and then he Bluetooths his phone into whatever's being played, <laughs> and he plays his own shit. <laughs> and then he doesn't understand that. What do you mean you guys don't like this? He doesn't give a fuck if you like it or not. That's what you're going to hear until you leave. That's 25 years in the restaurant business, knowing sound systems, how to plug shit in. All right, I tell you what. Next time we're at a party, if he pulls it, I'll be right there. I don't know any death metal. Bye. Uh, I don't think dancing is considered uh, death metal. Yeah. But uh, I heard he pulled that shit at his wedding, by the way. He did? People left an hour early than what was expected because they couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. What did, uh, what's her name? One on that sound system. How do you think that's going to oh, go? She for wasn't it? happy at all. She's a Madonna person. She's, Madonna. she's, she's an 80s music person. She's not going for that shit. Madonna. She yelled at him and said, stop. Why do you keep doing this? But that's his move. He doesn't give a fuck, dude. Oh, shit. He's the king of no fucks. Right there. I love that move. It wasn't even, it was not his party. It was someone's kid's graduation. And he did it? Yeah, did it at a kid's graduation party. I cannot tell you how much I love that. That is, that is off the charts fantastic. No, I like that kind of thing. I like when people just go in and they're like, you know what? 
I kind of think, uh, think I'm the DJ right now. What? All right. Fuck it. Play it. And then when you're just, you know, you're not going in there. You don't think is nobody knows who's playing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you're, you can get away with it because no one knows which asshole did it. But how do you get it? You got to know the, the Wi-Fi password, don't you? No. All you have to do is Bluetooth to the goddamn uh, receiver. You just got to sit there and search for it. It'll pop up. And then you just connect, connect to the receiver and next thing you know, you're playing whatever you want. <laughs> it's goddamn ridiculous. I'm going to try it tomorrow night. No B. <laughs> try to play islands it. in the stream. What are you going to yeah, play? Yeah, fuck it. Right down there and sink on a mile. I'm going to play Danzig. Oh, there you go. I love it. Uh, play a little uh, asphalt ballet. <laughs> play a little, uh, I don't know. Chili Peppers, play some Foo Fighters for Taylor Hawkins. Allison Chains will play anything. Yeah, fuck, I love that move, man. That's good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that shit at all. Uh, no way I could pull that off. Yeah, that's his move. That's it. Oh. God dang. It's, it's crazy as hell. To me, it sounds crazy as hell. I don't know why he does it. But yeah, I, it, it, oh, his wife was so mad at him, she couldn't even drive in the same car home with him. <laughs> he was like, I got 20 minutes yeah. of peace and quiet. Enough of that jabbering over there from the passenger side i just sit here turn that volume up head bagging takes a side street drives through the fucking uh staples parking lot yeah fuck yeah gets home baby i'm sorry she's like you're not i know power move that is a power move. Listen, I, I love Christy Lozier. I'm not sure I'm a big fan of that tantrum she threw. <laughs> get upset by that move? Yeah. I think you got a right to get upset, especially if it's your wedding. Can't pull that shit at the wedding. <laughs> She's an Orange <laughs> County girl. You think they listen to that shit in Orange County? Fuck no. Fuck no. She listen to Dave Cos. Enough out of her. Just listen to Dave Cos. Jesus. Oh, that's good. It's good shit. Hey, I got a good one today, too. Yeah, yeah good F you of the day. I tell you what, I really did miss this asshole. I don't know how he fell off our radar. My F you of the day today is the leisure fryer. Okay. This stupid old sack of shit. I swear to God, I love this guy. Dave, I don't know why. He's so dumb. So today he's giving advice on the podcast. And on our he, podcast? On our podcast. Okay. And he said, our podcast lost everything when we went to Patreon. Yeah, because he don't want to pay for it. Yeah, of course not. for less. Yeah. yeah. Little fucking T-Rex arms. Yeah. Yeah. Got so, words about bus transfers. Yeah, that's what I said to him. I go, has anybody ever asked you for business advice? I go, you know what the only advice we need out of you, limp dick, is? <laughs> We need you to tell us which fucking bus gets us from the wild animal park to the goddamn mall. That's all we need. <laughs> Shut the hell up. But I swear, Dave, I just sat there and he makes me, he always has made me laugh. And I laughed and laughed. I go, I miss this dopey bastard. <laughs> A leisure, you're the greatest. Welcome back. Oh my and God. I'll tell you why, guys, I'll tell you what he doesn't like. Yeah. What he doesn't like is he stopped getting his name mentioned. Oh, there you go. And he got his little yeah. feelings hurt, cried his little crocodile tears onto his burnt grilled cheese sandwich. But it wasn't anything. We just get bored. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then 
but I I don't know what he popped up on something the other day. I was like, this crazy bastard, right? Yeah. This crazy bus riding bastard. Oh yeah, he I dude, I got such a kick out of him today. So leisure, I'm I'm gonna email you tomorrow because I have some major concerns about what the stock market's doing. <laughs> uh, right. I'm wondering about uh my new cell phone, right? Yes. Extended warranty for my car. I got a lot of I got a lot of questions for that fucker. Dude, I love how that guy will sit there and give information on what's on sale at Food for Less. Just sit Who there. does that? Dude, he's a guy who eats egg salad sandwiches. Do you trust anybody to make decisions eating egg salad? <laughs> you know that goofy guy. I I just love that guy. I fucking love him. He's so dumb. Giving business <laughs> advice today. Shut your dumb ass up, leisure, you old goat. Uh, <laughs> you showed up to our appearance at, at I loved Cali it. all by bus, like from Escondido. That, dude, Brian Lozier's music and leisure getting down to Spring Valley. Now, I love that old goat. So that that was fun today. Oh so, God. yeah, I, I can't wait. Dave, get a pad and a paper, <laughs> as uh, the great Goose Gossip said. Take some notes. <laughs> You know, I, I saw I saw Randy Jones today. Yeah. Okay. And Randy made a comment about how the personalities are gone. You know, in, in baseball, and you talk gone about in a radio guy, too. A guy, a guy, a guy like Goose Gossage. Do you think the personalities are gone in baseball? Like, is there anyone yeah. you go that guy had a, a tremendous personality? There's a reason to like a guy just because yeah, of personality. <clears throat> I think it's gone. I think it's gone in a lot of things. I think personalities are gone in local TV news. Yeah. I mean, dude, you watch Channel Ten. Or 39. Yeah. And you go by, shit, even now on Channel 8. <clears throat> Put Channel 8 on in the morning. And you're like, who are they? Who are these guys? Right? And I know you were there today. Uh, Dave will be on Sully's show this weekend. Yeah, Saturday at 11. On KUSI was Tommy and, and Sully. And uh, Randy. And Randy, and Mike. Jason Ostell. And Jason Ostell, which is cool. Now, see, that, Dave, that's why I... I like those guys because there's not many of them local radio wise, but they still bring out Jack and Christie come out, right? Jesse yeah. Lozano comes out, um, handful of guys. So to have you out there, but yeah, it's changed a lot. It's changed in sports and it's changed in media. And I, I think it, it's, I mean, I, I would defer to, Steve Arismo, who did radio sales in the oh, sound yeah. for 40 years and knows it better than anybody. But I'm sorry, when you had Sam Bass and Suda Vincent at Kixie, right? Yeah. And I don't know who that married couple is that does that morning show. My God. What what station's that? I don't even know. Like when you scan through in the morning on oh. Kixie. Okay. And I just Dude, I, I hear flipped it. over, man, ever. I like I never right. go over there since uh Susan since left. Su yeah, since Sue left and uh and it's just bad. I don't know them. They might be nice enough people, but that show sucks. And uh, so you just cruise. Jack and Christie are still good. And uh, so, yeah, I think I do think I think there's personality in in baseball. It's not the same, right? Because you had not to age yourself, but pods had guys like Bavacqua. Dodgers had Jay Johnson. Mickey right? Hatcher. Mickey Hatcher. It made the game fun. Yeah. Well, it's funny. He brought up, like, Gaylord Perry. Yeah. You know? 
different guys that were good, yet they had the personality. You know, guys yeah. that you paid attention to. Yeah. And so uh, the the story that got me, you would have you would have liked being been there because you would have fit in best with these stories of Jack Murphy and San Diego Stadium about the you tell it all the time. Yeah. About bringing the drugs in with the beer. Oh yeah. And completely. then they'd, then they have bat day. So you're bringing your yeah. own drug and you have your own your bat. But you didn't beat the shit out of no. anybody. You didn't see guys no. getting hit over the head like you see every night on Baseball Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't see that. But it was. It was interesting. It was stuff that I know would have fit right in with your childhood and your memories of going to those games when the Padres weren't winning championships, yet there was a reason yeah. to go to the games. And uh, Costa told a story about going to Picture Day mm. and how great it was that they used to have Picture Day with the players. Remember that? Yep. You'd line up. Out in the outfield. Out in the outfield. And he goes, one day he's there, and it's the Reds are, are playing. And he says, you know, Griffey and George Foster are out there stretching and warming up. And he goes, you know, Mr. Griffey, can I get a picture? And he said, absolutely. Griffey came over, took a picture with Mike. Oh, nice. And then he said, Mr. Foster. <laughs> and George Foster said, hey, fuck off. <laughs> told little Mike Good. Costa to fuck off. And I got my new favorite player. Yeah, George Foster. Yeah, George Foster told him to fuck off. So uh cracked me up. But I, I remember that, too. When I was a kid going to Dodger Stadium, I remember picture day in, like, yeah. 1982 was yeah. the Mets. And I remember Dave Kingman. Walked right through the line with all the Dodgers. Did the same thing. He did? Yeah. They, the, him and like Mookie Wilson and those guys. Just give him back. Just give back. Yeah. Yet that was one of those things you remember as a kid that here's a chance to either whatever, pictures, autographs, whatever. But you were literally on the field. We would go to Yuma, man. That's the thing that I remember is just in Yuma. Yeah. You were so close to all these guys. And they were, they were, dude, that's why I love the pods as much as I do. Because getting here at that time and being a kid, even though I had grown up, watching the twins and and those teams had a lot of hall of fame players i just got here and you just realized really really quickly that this team had a couple of guys that were okay a lot of guys that weren't and then you looked at the history and you're like yeah. wow 17 different uniforms yeah. in 12 years and like one noodle arm left-handed <laughs> cy young award winner and uh, and a bunch of goddamn misfits. But Randy, for me, I think I've told this, in, in 96, they asked me to go to Monterey, Mexico yeah. for the Caminetti series Love because the they asked me to engineer the national broadcast for CBS Radio, which was incredibly exciting. What I The only concern I really had going in is that I had never engineered a game in my life. <laughs> Did you tell them this? Oh, yeah. And like, I ah, just plug everything in. You're fine. Yeah. Well, you're Did you in, figure you're going to go get help somewhere if you didn't know what you're doing, or you figure, figure it out? Check, 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 check. So I get down there. So the first thing that we do is we bus from uh, Jack Murphy Stadium. We all park there. Now, the night before, I had worked the final night of the Republican convention with Bob Dole. Yeah. So we didn't get out of there till like 2. And then I got to be drive, I think I'm living in Cardiff, drive to Cardiff, and then I got to be back at Jack Murphy Stadium at 6.30 in the morning uh, to catch the Padres charter bus to TJ for the flight. So... Is it a regular bus for broadcasters or the players on this one too? No, not players. Players, I feel like we're coming from Houston or somewhere. So we... Uh, this is me... One of Ted's wives, <laughs> uh, Jen Moore's 
who was great. Yeah. And uh, and Randy. So I sit next to him on the bus. And Randy was nice enough to have made a quick stop on the way in. So we had little uh, relaxers. Yeah. And, you know, little airplane bottles. So that's when I said to him, like, hey, I, I don't speak any Spanish. This fucking guy tells me on this bus. He goes, Jeff, you're fine. <laughs> and I go, yeah. And he goes, por qué cantamos? And I go, what? And he goes, por qué cantamos? I go, what the hell is that? He goes, shit, I don't know. It means something like, why are we dancing or why are we singing? And I go, well, when the hell am I going to use that? He goes, you'll use it all the whole trip. So we fly. We're on this flight from TJ to Monterey. Yeah. We're ordering more. And every time the goddamn flight attendant comes by, por que cantamos? I can't breathe. And he's so great. But one of my favorite things of that, Dave, like you said, was that first night we're at this nice hotel in Monterey and we went to dinner and it was me, Randy, and Bob Chandler. And I just sat there and fired those guys questions yeah. about the 73 team or the 74 team. And Bob would start one and Randy told me this story. I cannot remember this guy's name. He was the shortstop from Latin America. Gets all fucked up in Atlanta. And he Randy just wants to get some sleep. And but because Randy was um the player rep, yeah, he gets a call at two in the morning that he's gotta go down and fish his drunken shortstop out of the hotel fountain where the guy is singing at the top of his lungs. So um and just, you know. Ray Kroc stories and Buzzy Bavese stories and all that shit. And for me, at that time, I'd been here 15 years, knew a little bit, had been around a little bit. But those are the two guys, right? I mean, walking encyclopedia, Padre Baseball, my favorite team. I grew up loving Bob on the air. And Bob's a wonderful guy. And Jonesy, Dave, as you know, and everybody knows in this town, Randy Jones is exactly who you want him to be. He is just... The best, kind-hearted, funniest guy going. And so to be able to, uh, so I completely fuck up the radio broadcast and it's a mixed minus in Jerry and um, I think it was Al Downing. Okay. I think Jerry and Al Downing are doing the broadcast and I cannot get rid of the mixed minus, which is an echo back in their ear. Four fucking innings. Another guy, Jerry Coleman. Just the greatest. Yeah. The absolute greatest. Just was like, John, I know you got it back there. <laughs> you got it. And I was like, fuck, Jerry. I, fuck. Hey, you got it. And goddamn Jonesy, we finally get it sorted out. It, it works fine for like the last inning and a third. <laughs> and goddamn if Randy didn't just go. Randy shows up in the door. Uh, this was the Saturday game. The next day was the Caminetti day. How's it going? I go, fuck. Jonesy, I fucked up everything. Yeah? How bad? I go, fucking disaster. Oh, you're fucked. I go, I know. 
God damn, if he doesn't show up with like a 94 ounce, like pina colada or something. <laughs> Here, drink this. You'll feel better. I fucking right. I did just killed it. But then we show up the next morning. Yeah. We got through it. We went out. You know, they were great. Uh, Jerry was just awesome. Let me off the hook, right? And we go out. We have dinner. Everything's cool. And we come back. And that morning, like, I don't have anything to do. I'm just going to sit in the stands. And uh, we go down into the clubhouse. And fucking Caminetti's on the ground, dude. Like, I thought he was dead. And he had been on the player bus with me the night before. Yeah. And they all got off, and I don't know, you know, I, and and it's easy to go. Oh well, we all know Cammy's problems. No, I don't know. They're all doing team dinners and yeah. stuff like that. And I saw him on the ground, and I was like, "This fucking guy's dead." An hour and a half later, I think he hit a home run from the left side and the right yeah. side, and then they took him out of the game. And if we remember, uh, they fly home. They play Pittsburgh at home Monday night, and he does it again. Yeah, did it again. Fuck. So, no, man. I what was Randy stories? Was he telling? Randy was was great. He told one. There's one he told. One Mike told. One I told. Okay. The um, the one he told was about. I think someone asked him, "Have you ever pitched against Hank Aaron mm. or Willie Mays?" And uh, he says his first time he got called up. He said, "I think Don Zimmer was the manager. Wanted mm-hmm. to get his feet wet, so they're at Shea Stadium, and he brings him in out of the pen, like in the seventh inning, and he faces Willie Mays." Oh. Willie Mays, he goes, washed up Willie Mays. It's the furthest home run you've ever seen in your fucking life. He's <laughs> like, Jesus. He goes, three days later, he gets his first official start, and he gets up a home run to Hank Aaron. He comes in, Don Zimmer's like, Jesus, kid, you don't fuck around. <laughs> his first two home runs he gave up were to Willie Mays no and Hank way. Aaron. Kind of cool. And then Costa told a story, and he, he said it on, on television. He goes, man, he goes, Randy's the best. A few years ago, Randy walks into the press box on opening day, and he just screams out, hey, dickhead. And he goes, I turn around and go, hey, Randy, how you doing? <laughs> and Randy goes like, there's always one guy that will fall for it. <laughs> the only guy that responded, hey, dickhead, was Costa. Of course. And, and it made me laugh. And then when, when I told a quick story about Randy, dude, I choked up. Like, I, it, it, like, it teared me up on, on the show. But when you and I got let go from KFMB in 2002, yep. I just bought a house. I had two young yep. kids. And... um. You know, we're, we're, you and I are both at the time. Where's our next job and right. where's you know money? I mean, I'm worried. Literally, I'm going to lose my house. Yeah. And um, Randy always did these baseball camps. He doesn't talk about them. He does these baseball camps around San Diego. And I went to go watch. And I had Josh with me. He was about eight years old. And um, Randy goes, put him in. And Randy's scholarship. And he goes, I got him. He goes, I'll scholarship him the whole week. And Randy paid Fuck, for Josh man. the whole way through. And so, but Randy's always been good to you yeah, and me, always. Yeah. And, and, you know. Marie, his wife. Yeah, fantastic. I haven't seen Marie in years, but but Randy, seeing him today. And, you know, someone made a comment going, because they saw a picture that was posted of all of us, saying, man, how's Randy doing? And I said, Randy's yeah. doing fine. And then, you know, a guy wrote back, man, it sucks when your heroes get older. Yeah. And I go, it does. It, it does suck. I mean, Randy is still sharp as can be. But, yeah, it does suck when your heroes get older and, and you, you root for him and you cheer for him. But Randy has always been good to you and me. I, I remember I got called into KFMB, had to be nine, yeah, probably that 96 year at the start. Yeah. And I was producing Padre Baseball and Padre Talk. And they go, hey, listen, you know, changes are coming to the show. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm fired. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, what changes are coming? They're like, well, Randy Jones is joining the show. 
I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, oh, well, yeah, you know, we got to find a way. Dude, fuck. Okay, we go. And uh, and he so he came in, and that's where I really got to know him, is he would be in every night. Yeah. And, yeah, he'd bring Cracker Jack in or every night, right? We'd yep. hang out. And it was so fun for me, Dave, because he would hang around for Padre Talk. And the one thing, like, Hank, like, I love Hank. Hank, Hank did a lot for me that I probably didn't know in the moment, but I just carries over to what I do today. Like, like I'm, uh, Bauer for me is just a really important guy for me in my life, and I'm, I'm glad Hank's doing well because he's a really, really good dude. Like, drove me nuts at the time, but it's one of those things where you come out of it, you go, fuck, man. Like, that dude was, Hank was great for me. And, uh, but Hank would not, for whatever reason, Hank would not give up phone numbers. Yeah. Like, Hank's phone is insane. Like, so many people. But Hank would not. Even though you were his producer, he wouldn't give stuff up? No, because, and I get it now, Dave, because he didn't want, pe- if I was calling yeah. on behalf of Hank in the show, that was fine. Hank didn't want to abuse relationships. Yeah. Hank didn't want to do anything. And I know what kind of, I knew what, I did, it drove me nuts at the time. Yeah. But I get it now, you know, 80 years later. He didn't want to make people feel like they were obligated to be on his show. Got it. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Um, and we were able to build numbers and get guys, and it, it was really fun. Jonesy, Randy didn't mind at all. Randy would help me and had a bunch of numbers. Mike and Ivey. Mike Ivey, Fred Kendall. Bill Allman. Bill Allman. Uh, who else? Doug Goosh. The eye chart. No, Roger but, Craig and Don Zimmer. Yeah, Preston Gomez. <laughs> Steve Arlen. <laughs> the dentist. Steve, what do you remember about that game? Well, guys, I had no hitter. And then Preston Gomez told me, get the fuck out of here. Tim Hill came in and fucked it up. Um, but what was cool was, and I know there's people that... that have been local and remind the, those shows. What was really funny is the guy who was the absolute best with Randy on those shows was Pete Rose. Yeah. And Pete would come on and he was, you know, hall of fame. Pete was just like, let me tell you something. Okay. I hate Randy Jones. <laughs> I told Randy Jones, just move up. And he, and Randy's died. He loves it. And Pete said, he, you couldn't throw the ball. Faster than 41 miles an hour. And uh, Randy would just say, How, how'd you do against me? Oh, I did horrible against you. You know, and, yeah. and Pete was just, Pete was great. But there were a bunch of guys like that. And I think Randy, Dave, you will confirm it. Anybody who's met him, but anybody who's really got to know him. Randy's the Cy Young Award winner, right? His numbers yeah. retired, all of those things. He honestly is the most... Humble guy going. Oh, yeah. And he's not going to tell you anything about his career. He'll love telling you the off-the-field shit because yeah, it's great. That's great stuff. But he's not He's not going to tell you about, oh, I, I got this guy yeah. or I got that guy. Other than what Dave just alluded to, he'll tell you home run stories because yeah. those are great. Mark Grant will do it all day long. Mark Grant's another guy. It's not going to tell you about the great night he had in Montreal. He'll tell you 
Dave Kingman stories or whatever, right? Because it's just how those guys are are cut. But uh, but when really impact players came on in the game and paid tribute uh, to Randy, just like when NFL guys yeah. that were impact players came on and, and sincerely paid tribute to Hank. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was great and and really, really a lot of fun. But, yeah, Jonesy's great. I look forward to watching that this weekend. Now, he said something interesting where he said, you know, he's waiting for the day for another manager in baseball to take a chance on a guy like him. Because nowadays, Randy wow. would never get signed. And he yeah. goes, dude, you know, I topped out 83 to 85. And he goes, you know, people would say, you know, well, what would you do in a tough situation? He goes, well, the batter would expect that to ramp it up. He goes, bullshit, I'd throw 75. Yeah. And he goes, good fucking luck. And, and he goes, you know, that, that was the way it went. And so we talk about this all the time. Hey, you're looking for the six foot six guy who throws yeah. 96 to 100. Yeah. But nobody that throws like a, a Randy or Jamie yeah. Moyer anymore, guys who change yeah. speeds and bring it down and keep you off balance. And it just baseball has changed dramatically. But Randy was it was so good seeing him. I haven't seen Randy in a couple of years, and it was uh, great catching up with him today. Dude, those guys, yeah, man, dynamite. He's, so yeah, we'll be watching that this weekend. Absolutely, super, uh, super good guy right there. Hey, uh, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a guy that can help you get out of debt. Again, Dan is the guy we talk about all the time. The most important phone call you're going to make in your life, I'm telling you right now, is to Dan because finances are a huge issue, especially right now. People are concerned about inflation. The prices of things are, are just going through the roof, and how are you going to afford it? What is your next step? And right now, if you're in debt, you're only going to get deeper in the hole unless you call Dan Williams. Here's the phone number, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Man, it was great for me yesterday to reach out to Dan because uh, I mentioned a year ago tonight, Yeah, uh, there was a car accident. It was a car accident that sucked, and what it caused me to have to do was buy a car. And Dave, when I bought that car, uh, I told Dan yesterday, it was about, I don't know, 350 days ago. Yeah. When I bought that car my credit score for the first time in about 18 months dropped below 800 and i watch it every day and it would be 788 790 right 791 788 and it wouldn't get there and yesterday it went back over and i just i called dan texted him say hey man i just want you to know this is because of things that I learned from Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, and the things I've done. And I said, it's a win for me, right? And I, I know it's not a huge difference, but I said, getting across that threshold means a lot to me, and I, I thank you for what you've done. And he was great. And then uh, last night, Dan and I were at Pearl Jam, yeah, which was a blast, and just great to see him. But it's it's... Yes, he's been a great friend to this show. He's a great friend to so many of you. Rippin' Gavin <laughs> said, hey, I had an extra ticket to, he's sitting right next to me, had an extra ticket to Pearl Jam, offered it to Gavin. When Gavin found out Neil Sedaka was not the opening act, he said, I'll pass. Hash, <laughs> hashtag sad. So I'm dead, right? Gavin's immediately like, hey, fuck you. Um, but he's so good financially. So yes, whether you want to buy a house, if you find yourself needing to buy a car or anything else, uh, give Dan a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Brian Curry's who you want to talk to when it comes to real estate right now, the real estate market, man, a lot of question marks of what's happening is now the right time to buy 
a lot of people are telling me, yes, you buy right now is, is the time to do things. Brian will answer those questions for you. Hey, you watch it over there. I'm talking. <laughs> Brian Curry's your guy, though. Can he get the most for your house? Absolutely. Is he the guy that has the most experience in San Diego? He is that guy. Brian is the person you need to talk to right now. If you're thinking about selling your home and cashing out and where you'd move to next, Brian's the person you need to talk to at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Yeah, and uh, Dan and Brian are working together. Yes, very excited about that. Which uh, we all are. It's kind of fun. And, yeah, when you are looking for that next home, wherever it may be, we were just talking last night. I was talking to friends, our friend Woody. Uh, uh, ran into last night and helped out a lot. We're talking about this area down here. I mean, goddamn, Dave. I mean, if you're a family and you're looking for some place to go, I mean, Sean Walchip found out, Jim Trotter found out, Dave found out, so many of our other friends have found out that setting roots in East Lake's pretty damn nice. It works out well. Yeah, you've got everything you need down here. Uh, or if you go all the way in North County, you were up in Carlsbad today. Yes. Saw it firsthand, right? Like how oh, yeah. great that is. It is great. Uh, and all points in between. Nobody knows those neighborhoods better than Brian Curry. Wherever it's right for you, where it's ever right for your family, Brian Curry can make it happen. Absolutely. Tailored May Pools, man. The weather is absolutely beautiful. Look at the evening tonight, the day yeah. you have. Taylor May Pools, if you don't have that pool guess what alan taylor can build a perfect pool for you at the same time if you have a pool that's just not working right he can help fix that as well don't forget about new equipment and repairs pool resurfacing installation he does it all ask about available financing with alan taylor he can help you out make your dream a reality 619-449-4452 619-449-4452 talking to a friend who lived here in encinitas for so long and often had the benefit of having a pool in the backyard. And this friend now lives in Texas where it's hotter. The humidity has kicked in. And she said to me today, she goes, you know, as much as I miss seeing my friends, as much as I miss hanging out with you, all those kind of things, she goes, don't take this the wrong way. But God damn, I miss the having that pool in the backyard. And uh, we said it, man. It's just those times where, uh, a lot of us were jammed into Vieja Serena last night. That was a really, really fun night. But things are still moving a little slowly, getting us completely back to normal. And that's great news for all of us that like spending time with our family and doing everything else. And, Dave, this is great. This is great. I talked to Brian today. Uh, I talked to Brian Curry, Dan Williams. We came up with this idea okay, for Mother's Day special. This weekend, Amy's not going to like it, but it's wide open to every one of you. For the first, Leisure Fry knows better than anybody, so apparently we only have four listeners. So for the first four that call with cash for Mother's Day, the tailor-made pool people are going to make that pool in your backyard in your mom's figure. (laughs) Are you saying cash only? Cash only. Hey. Does he make pear-shaped pools? What A lot you... of moms are just are shaped like pears. What did you just say? You son of a bitch. Take that back. Your mom's so lofty. Not my mom. I'm just saying. Can you imagine? That was a test. You sick bastards. You all failed. Don't call tailor-made pools. And tell him you want a pool in the shape of your lovely mother for crying out loud, you freaks. 
You can do Meredith Baxter, Bernie, or one of the other great moms that were on TV. What about one shape like the waitress we had today? Hey. It'd be shaped like the, almost like the number eight. I've never seen a girl built like this. She's outstanding, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong there. Nah. So I knew where to take you, you for did. lunch. Fish and chips were good. The were waitress they? was better. Yeah. How about that? And the words of the late great Hall of Famer Dick Henberg, hubba hubba. <laughs> Uh, yeah, call uh, Taylor Made Pools and uh, get that pool in your backyard. We'll come do a live show. We're going to do a live show poolside. Yes, we can set absolutely. this shit up, right? We've been saying that for a while. We got to. We got to. All right, we'll go do. We'll go do it. All right, good. That'd deal. be great. Who are we going to bring? Katie Mosier. Well, Temple's out. I know she won't go. She won't go. She's a grouchy. <laughs> Maybe we'll bring Lisa in. She's in. Hey, do you know she's in LA Saturday? I, yeah, I saw that. Right? Yeah, I saw that. No, well, she didn't let us know. She didn't let me know. <laughs> you blew that. The, finish the goddamn book so we can bring her on. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, you keep saying that. All Jesus. right, I'll do that. It's great. Yeah. Jesus. What's the name of this book? What's the name of her book? Uh, it's My Life. <laughs> That's well, Bon Jovi one. book. Yes. This one first book was My Life. I think this one's back for more, isn't it? Something yeah. like that. <laughs> you asshole. I'll read it. Jesus, dude. By the time you get done reading this book, she'll be on the third book. On my back for more. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. I'm going to save that. Fuck. Have somebody send it to her. Dude, you'll read you'll it one blocking day. <laughs> Great. Again? Seems like everybody's blocking me nowadays. <laughs> Fuck. I yeah, love but, people that block me and then talk shit. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's great. But if this one blocks you, it actually would hurt. It would hurt, dude. That one would hurt. Be sad. Would, dude, really sad. I'd be depressed. <laughs> Don't send that to her. No, don't. Kyle Fluger's your guy for websites. Look, if you need your website remastered, get it fixed, and it's not working the way it is it's supposed to right now, Kyle's your guy. Right now, he's super depressed. Just give Kyle a call and say, hey, man, the Cubs <laughs> have a chance in 20 years. We'll be okay, buddy. Kyle Fluger's your guy, again, when it comes to websites and business. So many guys that Jeff and I are friends with obviously use them. We use them. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Flugs made the mistake of jumping on as a fan of the Chicago Cubs. Okay. And you go, all right. You know, I mean, there's a lot to to love about the Cubs, right? I mean, it was kind of fun a couple of years ago. Yeah. But then there's this right here. Hang on. I'll tell you one fucking thing. I hope we get fucking hotter than shit. Tell him, Lee, Elia. Just up them 3,000 fucking people that show up every fucking day. Because if they're the real Chicago fucking fans, they can kiss my fucking ass right downtown and print it. You hear that, Kyle? They're really, really behind you around here. My fucking ass. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Go out there and let my fucking players get destroyed every day and be quiet about it for the fucking nickel-dime people to show up? The motherfuckers don't even work. That's why they're out at the fucking game. They only go out and get a fucking job and find out what it's like to go out there in a fucking living. 85% of the fucking world's working. The other 15 come out here. The fucking playground for the cocksuckers. Rip them motherfuckers. Rip them cocksuckers like the fucking players. Got guys busting their fucking ass and them fucking people boo. And that's the cubs? My Fucking ass. Right, Lee. It's crazy he got fired the next day. 
Like, if you're ownership, there's nothing you can do. You're like, Lee, fuck. Lee, well, Lee. We got to let you go. Lee, it's the end of the road. <laughs> oh, my God. It's really one of the greatest clips of all time. <laughs> yeah. 85% of the world's working, and the other 15% fluker come out here every day. <laughs> you uh, dropped my fucking ass twice. Yeah. Man, that's, that's really mad. <laughs> That's heated. So, yeah, so many people know Flukes uh, could build your website, have it running the way you want it to run, but uh, make sure you give them a call. Tell them we sent you. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going May 5th. All okay. Right, we have three of them for you. This one, I don't know why this one's always sad. Vanessa Bryant. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. I think this number is actually low because I read something today that there's a tremendous amount of money through something else. I'll say she's 46 40 really yep. okay uh 500 million it says 800 million but i think she's a billionaire wow because i saw an article today about i don't have my phone with me but it had it was about body armor how kobe oh, invested a certain amount right. of money and it sold for like 5.2 billion dollars jesus christ man and so uh yeah but 800 millions with ever listed as here's the deal with vanessa bryant yeah all right call me crazy on this one you can't not you but nobody mm-hmm. can compete with Kobe. Like, like, right. how do you how do you remarry or right. date anybody? I mean, nothing's going to compete with Kobe. Right. Yeah. And, uh, right. I mean, right. it's hard to go there. And yeah. whoever you are, the entire city of LA is going to hate you. Well, like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, here you go. When when Jackie O got remarried. Yeah. I wasn't to Onassis. Yeah. I, that was before I think I was even born. So, but at the time, I remember when I realized what happened. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. Like, how do you even make that move when the he was a billionaire, right? Aristotle yeah. analysis. Yeah. Big dough. Yeah. But that that's a crazy one. But Vanessa Bryant. I mean, at 40 years old, young. And, yeah. And you go, holy shit. I don't know for her, man. Right? Like everything she's been through. Uh, yeah, man, it just shows you. It was her daughter's 16th birthday. I saw, saw that. that. God dang, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Just never gets easier, right? I yeah. mean, we, you know it. I know it. We, when you go through it, something that just brings an immense level of grief, man. It just it never gets easier. Always memories there. Oh. Uh, all right. Next one on here. Real fucking jerk. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. The singer. Yeah. The guy that punches women. Uh, say 38. 33. Fuck. Uh, let's say, say 80 million, 50 million. Okay. Pretty good. You've been off your game a little bit. I know a little kind of weird. Usually hit it like one of these numbers that we yeah. had a couple of them. All right. Last one. You might get this one age wise. Right? Okay. Cause she's always in the news. Adele. Adele. Oh, this one's good. Let's say she's 37, 34. Okay. Uh, 200 million, $430 million. Damn dude. She seems cool. Yeah, and she could literally go out every night and sell out and make even more yeah. money. Every night. Yeah. I mean, she could perform at the goddamn Coliseum in L.A. five nights in a row and fucking sell it out every night. Yeah, she's just cool. Isn't she the one that kind of got Corden, James Corden, off and running? Because I think those two did that first carpool yeah. karaoke, right? Yeah. Like, that was kind of the first one. How about him? Retiring, so, huh? Or yeah. leaving the show next year. Tell you what, for a guy that nobody knew yeah. when he came over here, one impact he made, right? Sure did. Yeah. Like they told good. him, you think CBS told him, hey, remember Craig Kilborn? He had this job too one day. Yeah, remember that? No one's ever heard of him again. Yeah, Craig Ferguson. Where's he? 
Huh? <laughs> you might want to think twice, asshole. Yeah, where's he delivering DoorDash? <laughs> Who's the first guy to apply for that job? No, no shit. Oh, fucking that's Dave Scott? <laughs> oh, dude, what do you got to do that for? Elston? Elston. Costa? God dang it, Costa would. That is funny as fuck. Yeah. Who's the first guy to get that job? That's Who gets it? I don't know. You, th- you think uh, it would be a comedian? It has to be a comedian, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think who the fuck would step up. That's who. who okay, who's a little bit of a below average comedian? They, that could ask me that guy. It can't be the guy that kills it. You bring Bill Bellamy back. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how great Bill Bellamy yeah. was? Bill Bellamy was funny as shit. Dude, the guy they should give it to is Bill Burr. He oh, would yeah. never. He would never do no. that. Oh my god, that's funny. All right, here we go. Five random questions. The okay. first question is going to be tough for you because I know the first thing is going to pop in your mind. Okay. Who do you think of when you hear the word classy? Me. I knew you were going to say that, you cocksucker. Jesus. Come on. Knew it. Would have bet a million dollars right there. That's exactly what the fuck <laughs> you were going to say. Fuck. Who's everybody else think of? Me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you training people? Uh, Skip Baldwin, obviously, be one of those guys. <laughs> I like that. Classy, huh? Who do you think of in this, uh, just in this town or just Anywhere. in general? In general. That's cool. I like that one. Um, I like that. I got to think about that for a second. Who's your answer? Vin Scully jumped in. Oh, uh, Vin's really good. Yeah, Vin's really good. I, li- I like that one. Um yeah, just somebody. I think about that. I mean, I tell you what, man. I've had more fun with Ted. Yeah. The last couple of days, just talking books and mysteries with Lightner has been a blast. I uh, love Ted. Yeah. Uh, I got to think about that. Like, it's just, I, I mean, I just have so many people that have impacted me. I mean, go, yeah, that's just good. Um. Ah, you know what? I'll tell you right here. It's a simple one. It's okay. a really good one. Uh, it's Weddle. Okay. It's Weddle for just yeah. stepping up and doing that and doing. What about Trotter? Uh, yeah. You don't think one's been classy? Yeah, Trotter's great. Yeah. Okay. Trotter. You're shaking your head like, a, no, but you believe a Trotter's classy. Oh, yeah, 100%. Now, there's some that would say he learned a lot of that from me in our time hanging out together. Yeah. Hey, that's your words, not mine. Well, I guess it was my words. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't deny the accusation I just made. Yeah, Trotter's a great one. Would you have said CS? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, you can't spell classy without CS. That's true. He's so far from fucking classy. No, you know what? CS was great. You know, that's not fair to CS. CS was great. And, and where he really did shine, which Trotter, myself, really loved it was before fight club made its way to um fight club eventually made its way to cali comfort yeah but the way the original fight club started was me uh cs and trotter and it started at tilted kilt mission valley i swear to god dave and katie temple knows this too because she made it out to one or two you've never seen a guy more in his element oh yeah than than cs at the kilt. Yeah. 
And every now and then he'd show up in those silk shirts that only had those circular collars. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like it's nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was in Rush Hour too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh um oh, I fucking love that guy, dude. What I just what a yeah, I mean just what a friend, what a what an incredible guy. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I can put CS but CS in those he handled fame. Yeah. Right? Because it doesn't matter. People recognize you. There's something there. He handled it as good as anybody I've ever seen. His ability to turn it on, like he could just be talking, hey, look, motherfucker, I'm going to tell you right. And hey, CS guy, hey, how are you? It's wonderful to see you. And he was sincere. Yeah. Yeah, no, CS classy completely. He got none of that from me. <laughs> um, Jim probably got a lot of it. You probably, Walchev for sure. <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, Cali Comfort's now Cali Barbecue. It's I not, love that. No comfort. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. When I, when, I, <laughs> when I asked him about it, I go, when did you, why did you get rid of the comfort? He said, what are we, selling fucking mattresses? Yeah. I said, good point. Yeah, not beach sleep. <laughs> uh, good for Sean. Yeah, Cali Barbecue is good living too. All right, here we go. Is okay. there an awful movie that you love? Oh, when I was a kid, I could not get enough of the Frisco Kid with Gene Wilder. Really? Straight as piss. That's what you've said about a hundred times. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Like, my kids and I, I, I don't know how many, like, how many women in the audience watch Step Brothers? Yeah. Like, where does Step Brothers rank? That's a great movie. Dude. It's not, a, it's not an awful movie at all. I cannot breathe watching that movie. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm usually pretty good with seeing a movie once or twice. Yeah. That goddamn movie, I could watch it every day. Because there's something in it. There's something going on in every scene. Yeah. Adam Scott is unbelievable in that movie. He's so good. Um, I don't know. Awful movie. What do you got? I got two of them that stand out to me that, that I, I love. One of them I used to watch as a kid all the time when, okay. when uh, the movie channel first came out. Yeah. Paradise Alley. Oh, yeah. With Sylvester Stallone. You know, the bald guy in that is a former NWA world champion, Terry Funk. Really? Paradise Alley is a great movie. Yeah. And his brother was a Armand DeSante. Yeah. And then the guy, Lee somebody, uh, was a former amateur boxer. But the guy, Frankie, Frankie the Thumper. <laughs> That's uh, that's Terry Funk. God damn, dude. I haven't thought of Paradise Alley in 30 years. I, Me and Benny Gallo love Paradise Alley. I bet Alley. you right now, if you and I watched it, we'd think it was terrible. It is terrible, yeah. but it was great. Yeah. Me, what's he call him when he's, um, when Frankie and Thumper yells at him, Greaseball. Remember he's calling him, Greaseball. And then they're going to arm wrestle. Yeah. And then they have the big wrestling match in the rain. Yeah. That's right. You got a good memory. Yeah, no, that's I remember all that. Right. Dude, you want to know what a loser I was as a kid? I bought the Paradise Alley paperback. Oh, but Christ. Jesus. The fuck was I Did doing? Did you read it? Yeah, I was you like... son of a bitch. Lisa Ann's rolling over. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm going to play that. You're done. You're blocked, buddy. Uh, uh, it? Yeah, I was like eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah as I was saying, we were kids. Saved my money. Yeah. I bought the Paradise Alley. Yeah, fuck reading travels with Charlie. <laughs> Right? Or of mice and men. 
Frankie the Thumper. All right, Sorry, Teen, Terry Funk. Teen Wolf is the other one that, that I like. The uh, teen, that teen, movie sucks. With my, <laughs> they, how much do they half-ass that movie? Yes. It's, it's a basketball movie, but the rim is like bent. Like yeah. Like, and why, why does both teams have the same uniform? Just one's red, one's yellow. I, I, why I love that question is I don't really have one. <laughs> but my, my old roommate, who's probably one of my best friends, if not yeah. my best friend since we were 15 years old, Laura Daly. Went to San Diego. To this day, I can give her shit about her loving Grease 2. Oh, Grease 2 is the worst movie of all time. Right. And to this day, she will tell me everything that makes that movie great. Dude, like, is she horrible. is never... Is she crazy? Right. But Dave, when she was... However old she had to be when that movie came out, I don't know, 15, 16? When she was 19, and I'd be like, Oh, hey, Grease 2. Uh, let me tell you, that movie's great. When she was 29, 39. No way. I think she's still technically wink, wink, 39. Uh, yeah, I can tell her all the time. I'm like, hey, what are you doing watching Grease 2? Oh, I wish it was on. Yes. she. It is It is a terrible movie. She refused. Adrian Zemed. Adrian Zemed and uh, some other jerk. <laughs> some other jerk. And yeah, I. that's the thing. I love the fact she has never wavered. In 35 years, trying to tell me how great that movie oh is. And it's awful. Yeah. A terrible movie. All right. I like oh, that game. Oh, my gosh. All right. Do you know the proper way to put toilet paper on? The reason I bring this question up oh, is that's funny. my wife does not. Okay. So, uh, I think it's the, as, as you're looking at it, the paper should be going down. It should not be coming from underneath. It should be going go over, over the, the top. top. Yes. Over the top is the correct way. Because when you go down, it just rolls onto the floor. It right. goes over the top. Right. Dude, it drives me crazy. I, I've had this conversation with my wife a million times. So is my sister-in-law. But yeah. my wife continues to fuck this up. It I, wears me out. I don't like that at all. <laughs> it is the dumbest fucking thing. Yeah, it's dumb. I'm glad you got it right. Yeah. I, I, fuck, man. I, I, it. I, it's so stupid. So stupid. Oh, my God. All right, here you go. If, okay. if you could ask a time traveler a question about 200 years in the future, what would you ask? Oh, like. What are you interested in? The Padres ever win? <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> this shitty team ever going to win? Yeah. I guess that'd be it. Wouldn't you ask, wouldn't you ask when you're dead? Do you okay, want to know that, that? That's a great question. I was going to phrase it. If you could time travel 30 years in the future, would you look to see if you're alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely. Completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Who wouldn't do that? I think most people would. But then we've done shows before. We've asked, if you can know the day you die, what do you want to know? And everyone said no. They wouldn't want to know. Oh, yeah. No, I think I would. There'd be a lot yeah. of fuck yous that day before. <laughs> well, also, you know when to buy life insurance. Yeah. No one to skip a car payment. <laughs> be a lot of shit i just yeah that last night i just be at the night owl right yeah. there off the five just fucking chugging blackberry brandy <laughs> and drunk texting lisa <laughs> i'm sorry for what dave said to you i'd follow up on it but apparently i'm dead tomorrow <laughs> yeah. that was good knowing you I'm sorry they put all those pictures of you up there on the internet. It's not like Richard's dead. <laughs> Richard's dead's the best. 
All right. Uh, hey, Richard, the yeah. moose is loose. Have you seen the Royals? <laughs> all, right, all right. Last question for you. All right. If you could time travel one time, would you go in the future or the past? Oh, I like that. Oh, I, I'm telling you, Dave. I'd go in the past. I'd go to November 22nd, 63. Yeah. I'd go right there and you I'd go to Dallas. Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> JFK and some random guy got shot. You get fucking hit. <laughs> right in the fucking forehead. Right in the fucking noggin. Because I fuck up my time and getting up the... Because I have yeah. a fucked up ACL and I can't get up the goddamn grassy knoll. Hey... Who the fuck is that? Oh! <laughs> Shit! Ah! God damn it! Fuck! Zapruder! It goes out of Abraham! Yeah. Ah, no shit. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I go further back and I go to Ford's Theater. I'm pretty sure Maybe. I could fuck John Wilkes Booth up. <laughs> I think you could. You'd be a hero in the books. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you the other thing. I'd probably get a little thank you from Mary Todd Lincoln. <laughs> Do you want to thank you from Mary Todd Look Lincoln? her up. People got so mad at me yeah. when when Trump's wife got voted in. And I put a thing on social media and I said, Well, congratulations to the Trump family. Uh, and sad tonight as Mary Todd Lincoln loses her title. Is hottest first lady ever. <laughs> like people got their feelings hurt by people are just get their feelings hurt by everything. Yes, of course. That's what we do. Yeah. That's so goddamn funny. Yeah. Me. All right. Uh that's good. Where would you go? I would yeah, I think I'd go in the future. I think I'd go in the future. I I, I don't think I'd go in the past. I'd go in the future. Would I like to see an event in the past? Yeah, of course I'd go want to see JFK. I, but the um, yeah, I really want to know the answer. I believe 100% there's more than one shooter. Yeah. We'd go right there. Yeah. We'd get up there. Yeah. The grassy knoll. It's just like a fort, like Bob Lilly. I think. <laughs> the Cowboys are like, Bob Lilly? You're a hero to me. <laughs> Bob Lilly was the guy responsible. Old number 74. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking Earl Morrill. What the hell? Earl Morrill? Guy's like, no, asshole. Everybody has a brush cut. It's 1963, hippie. You know, Get I'm, a haircut. I think I'd be afraid to go in the future. Because here's the deal. Imagine yeah. if you asked this question in like 1985 and you went 20 years in the future. Yeah. Or 1987 and everybody had like an iPhone, but you didn't. You wouldn't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, you, know you wouldn't know what, I mean? know what to do. You wouldn't have a phone. You're looking for a pay phone. They don't exist. You look, feel like a real dipshit. You wouldn't fit in. All right. What about if you did this? All right, I'll give you one. Okay. How about this? If you don't want to go to 1963, right? What if you go back in time and it's the eighth grade version of Steve Jobs? Yeah. And you're like, you're in eighth grade. Yeah. You're not modern age, right? Yeah. 50-year-old Dave in eighth grade Steve Jobs. <laughs> hey, what's up? I got to get in that garage. Somehow I got to get an invite to that garage where they fucking came up with everything. Right. Yeah. Be part of the cool group. But the thing is, you go back and now you start telling them, hey, you know what? I'm telling you guys, I think we can do this. And now all of a sudden you get in and then you're the guy. Right? Yeah. That's funny. Or do you go back? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can do all kinds of shit. Oh, and you, you fucking weirdo. You probably go back to Pennsylvania 
Are hitting on Lisa Ann right there. <laughs> what do you call me a weirdo for? <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Sorry about Christ. that. All right, yeah. when, when are we coming back? Mother's Day is Sunday. You tell me whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think we'll be. Uh, we'll see everybody here on Monday night. All right, good deal. We'll be back on Monday. Everybody. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Absolutely. And to all the people out there who uh, don't have a mom anymore, we're thinking about you. And for all you MFers, you take happy motherfucker dick, <laughs> asshole. We'll see you Monday. <laughs> Oh, I laughed so hard I'm a little boy